Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the show. You're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Wife Radio. T- today is May 15th. This is Wendy. I'll be your co-host for tonight. And um, we're having just a little bit of trouble with our audio, so hopefully you guys can hear me okay. Um, tonight you can join us for a special episode featuring Scott Woe, or Wa, I should say, the producer and director of the film Active Valor, which releases everywhere on DVD and Blu-ray on June 5th. We're also recapping the Military.com mail blog conference and highlighting the Military Spouse Employment Partnership. So you don't want to miss this show. We have a lot to talk about. Um, I am not really sure, um, you know, kind of, I'm not really sure what's going on with our audio feed. So we might have to actually restart. So if you hear, you know, kind of a delay in our audio, that is why. Sometimes that happens with Blog Talk Radio and we just, you know, we just kind of roll with it, and we do what we can. So, um, okay, look, it looks like it's coming up now, so I apologize for that. Ah, there we go. All right, so we're going to do take two. We'll be right back. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio where we feature great interviews, inspiring stories, and candid conversations. So join us. Hey, this is Seawolf from the hit web series, Hey Shipwreck. You're listening to Navy Wife Radio, submarinewife.com. Okay, much better. <laughs> um, just as a quick uh, reminder tonight, we're talking with Scott Waugh, the producer and director of the film Active Valor, which releases everywhere on DVD and Blu-ray on June 5th. We have a lot to talk about, so join us. And up um, right now what I'm going to do is bring Tori on the line. She's going to be co-hosting the show tonight. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi. Gosh, you know, I just can't win for losing. On the <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I, uh, there was nothing working, no buttons to press, nothing, so... Um, but it seems like everything's working now, so I'm very happy about that. Is the, is the chat room working? Uh, you know what? Um, let's see. Here. I don't see it on mine. That's why I was asking. Okay, what about now? Um, let me I just check. reset I it. So just if you guys are listening to us live, just bear with us um, as we get ourselves warmed up and ready to go. Um, if you're listening to us via our podcast on demand, we want to welcome you to the show. We invite you to tune in live on most Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern. If you do that, then um, you can go into our chat room and hang out with us there and ask us questions and be part of the interactive part of the show. And uh, if you're in the so right now, I think the chat room is open. So if you're listening, yeah, it to is. Us it's on live, there now. Okay. 
if you are listening to us live on Blog Talk Radio page, there is a little icon that says listen to the show or on air now, and you click on that, and then it takes you to the page that has this show streaming live. And then in there, it will actually display the um, the chat room. And you can go in as a guest and just kind of hang out, or you can sign into Blog Talk Radio, and then you'll actually have your own screen name, which is the best way to do it, because then you can subscribe to our show, and then you'll get an email whenever we post a new topic. So, uh, so what have you been up to? Can you believe it's been already a week? I know. <sighs> the weeks go by too fast now. Like once you get into like the summer months and it's warm, the weeks go by super fast. I know. <laughs> I'm like you, like a deep breath. Like I've been running crazy all day and the past few days, really. So this is kind of nice to actually sit down and talk about what we've been up to and what we have going on. Um, so tonight we have kind of some fun topics to talk about. This weekend was the Mill Blog Conference, which you show you so should have gone. I know. So close. <laughs> I'm gonna give you a hard time the whole hour. Just want you to know that. <laughs> um, so we're gonna talk about the Mill Blog Conference. Do a recap of that. Uh, Christine's going to call in and talk about that. And then we're, we took a tour of, um, we took a group of military bloggers, or a mil, I should say, a group of military bloggers took a tour of the Pentagon. And Lori is going, from who's been on our show before, she is going to come on the show and talk about her experience doing that. And then um, later on, we have Scott Law coming on, who is the, producer and director of Active Valor, and that was just a surreal experience, getting ready to talk to him at the, you know, it was, somebody pinched me, it was pretty darn amazing, I must say. <laughs> That's what we have coming up on the show. So, all right, so let's get started. So, tell uh, tell me yet what, what's been going on the past week. Got anything to share? Any funny story or anything happening? Um... Not really. It's just been a normal week for the most part. I'm sure something happened, but by now I've already forgotten about it. Do you have, um, are you guys ready for summer break? When do you guys break for summer? Um, the About the middle of June. Oh, I think okay. So like the 15th like is, yeah. So we, we're planning on hopefully going home to Texas for at least a week sometime the beginning of the sun well the beginning of our summer, like around the first of July or something. Nothing nothing else major planned. So, um where is where is home in Texas? Um, Jacksonville. It's a There's little a Jacksonville, tiny Texas. Yes, there is a Jacksonville, Texas. And every time <laughs> you say I'm from Jacksonville and you tell people you're from Texas and they say where and you say Jacksonville and they're like, Oh, Florida and I'm like, No. <laughs> Texas. Or North Carolina, yeah. So where yeah. is it? It's um, it's in East Texas. It's about like two hours south of Dallas. Okay. That's about I've never the, heard of Jacksonville, Texas. That is a new one on me. <laughs> Have you ever heard of Tyler, 
Texas. I have. Isn't like Jamie Foxx from there? Maybe. I don't. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, but, I don't know. I don't know. So okay, it's West so, Texas then. No, it's East Texas. Oh, East Texas. Okay. Yeah. So the best way I can explain it is like Jacksonville's a small town. Like they have you know, a Walmart and, like, a Dairy Queen. And, I mean, I guess it's kind of, you know, grown since I've been – I mean, I haven't lived there in 10 years. So, but, um, like, when, when we were kids and we would want to go to the mall and hang out, we had to go to Tyler, which is, like, a 45-minute drive. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. So well, it's one of those kind of towns, like, plan small. a vacation. That's fun. Mm. Yeah, that's and uh, but all of our family is there. Mine and my husband's both. Um, so – that's just usually where we go when we go, so see everybody and, you know, make everybody happy. <laughs> no kidding. It's like every vacation seems to be, you know, with family or yeah, near family or something like that. So. I was just, me and my mom were just talking about that this morning. Um, her and my dad are planning a trip, and they're planning on going to, like, Florida for a couple of days and then driving up here to Virginia and staying for, like, two or three days and then driving back to Texas. And then she's like, well, I would rather just come to Virginia. That way I can spend time with the grandkids. And, you know, and it's like you need to take just, you know, but it's like we were talking about, like, when you get the opportunity, like, my dad doesn't take off work ever. So when he does, like, it's like they come here. So they never go do anything either because <laughs> you're always trying to get that little bit of time you can spend with your family when you can spend it. I know. It's hard. Um only recently have we really started taking some time that's not near family because right. we live so far away. When we lived closer, it was much easier to do. We were always driving to be near family because they were only like four hours from us. Where is your family? Well, that was when we lived in Jacksonville, Florida, or near Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Florida. We would always go to Orlando because my okay. grandparents lived near there, and Craig's parents live in Tampa St. Pete area. Okay. So, but now we live way, 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 way far away. So. Yeah. All right, so have you seen Avengers? I have not seen it yet because we, well, of course my husband wants to see it. <laughs> and I had thought, like, oh, you know, I could probably take the kids. Like, it's probably a kid-friendly movie, and one of our wives had made a comment that, oh, yeah, it's, which, of course, she doesn't have kids. Well, I'm, I'm, I think, actually, she's a girlfriend, and um, she had mentioned that she had went and seen it and that it was, you know, she's like, oh, if you have kids, don't worry about it. It's totally kid-friendly and all of this. So one of, one of, our, one of my friends on our boat, her and her husband took their two kids, and they went and saw it. And she was like, after the fact, she was like, totally not kid friendly. She was like, there was well, a lot of like violence and a lot of this. Her kids are four and five, four and oh, six. Oh well, yeah, it's not a rated yeah. G Disney movie. It's right. The Hulk is in it. Let's just say. That's and that's kind of what I was thinking, but you know, it's it's kind of one of those things. I think it depends on what your kids are used to. You know, I mean, like her kids don't like watch TV at all and you know so like to my kids it probably it probably wouldn't bother me for my kids to see it but then it kind of made me nervous when she was talking about the violence and all of this and I'm like oh and then I'm like you know is it really worse than anything they watch on the Disney channel anyways 
you know, some of the shows that come on there now are just like, wow, is that really age appropriate? <laughs> well, you'll have to like do like the movie review, like plugged in movie review or something. Right. Read exactly why it's rated. <clears throat> what for what? You know what I mean? Like because of these bad words or this amount of violence, right? To make a better determination. Because, right. you know, if your kid, I personally think if your kid is four or five years old, they don't need to be seeing a PG-13 movie. Right. Um, which I'm not even sure what rating Avengers is, but, yeah. We haven't seen it I think it it's either. PG-13. I think it is, too. It makes sense that it would be. Um, even um, Active Valor was rated R, and we don't go see rated R movies. And we never take Christian to go see rated R movies, ever. But so we looked up. Why was it rated R? And of course, we're like, oh, there's no nudity, but there's violence, so okay, we'll go see. You know? <laughs> I mean, right. it doesn't make any logical sense, really, because, you know, violence can be just as bad, really. So um, I guess it's just a personal choice. We haven't seen it either, but I hear it. I mean, it's broken, like, all kinds of records again this weekend. I well, wanna- that's what I've heard. Everybody that's seen it said it was an amazing movie. Another hundred million. But that was the only thing. Right, yeah. and the only thing, I mean, the only feedback that I did get is that it was not age, it was not appropriate for children. But like you said, a four or five year old probably shouldn't be seeing a PG thirteen movie, anyways. No. But like my kids have seen Thor, and you know movies like that, and I would think that it's kind of along the same lines. They they don't really notice that stuff. They just think it's more cool because of all the side effects or the you know um, sound effects and. You know all the big movie stuff. So, well, I can't wait to see it. So I will let you guys know what I think. I'll give you my little rating star, and I hope when you go see it, you will give us your little um, review of whether you think it's which age appropriateness it is. Okay, I can do that. Um, you know, Christian's already—he's already, you know, um, a teenager, so. He doesn't need to be seen rating our movies, but PG-13 is okay. All right, so that was Avenger Talk. Okay, so let let me see. So there was a lot going on this past week. Uh, Military Soft Appreciation Day was um, last Friday. It is always the Friday before Mother's Day, and um, the uh, lots of events going on all over the country and um, even overseas celebrating the military spouse, the AWAG conference, which is in Bavaria, happened um, that week. And then also Military Spouse Magazine announced their winner for Military Spouse of the Year, which was surprisingly an Air Force spouse who is a male spouse who's a former nuke, if you could believe that. Oh, wow. That's what I said. (laughs) I saw, um, you know, I saw it posted, but I never even took the time to actually go, you know, read the whole article. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he's a former nuke, believe it or not. Um, <laughs> and uh, to read more about that, you guys can go over to millspouse.com. And congratulations to all the military spouse winners of the year um, for each and every single branch. Uh, Norfolk had their own uh, military spouse of the year uh, program as well. And there was just all kinds of lunches all around. We here... Uh, I think probably because we're a smaller base, there was absolutely nothing, which I think is very, is not an excuse. Right. 
to do some sort of luncheon. I think that would have been nice, or even some sort of open house at the Fleet family or something, but no, we didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I hope that you guys partaked in something that was on your installation. And the month isn't over yet. We still have two weeks to go, so check to see what is going on at your installation, because it's also military military appreciation month. There's all kinds of things happening. There's um, um, all kinds of discounts and things. And I just read today where um, there are going to be some free admissions to museums and national parks and things like that, too. So I saw the um, <clears throat> they do the Blue Star Families admission to the um, museums and stuff. They do that every year from, I'm going to get this backwards, Memorial Day to Labor Day? No, that's right. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they do that every summer. So I always try to tell people, you know, like, go to this website, and I'm going to have to go look it up before I can say what it is for sure. But well, you can go, go to, to that Star website, Families. and it gives you a list. Yeah. yeah. You go to Blue Star Families, and you um, look for that. It'll be listed right there for you to, to browse through. Mm-hmm. So if you're going on a trip this summer and you want to see what museums are on the list, or if you're PCSing and want to visit a museum, on your trek across country, it's a great thing to do. Yeah. So, yeah, we can always go to Blue Star Families for that. All right, so everything that I have to talk about revolves around this weekend. Um, the uh, Mill Blog Conference, the Mill Bloggies, and uh, the the dinner that they had, which was great. They had, um, and we'll talk about that when Lori gets here, so I don't want to get ahead of myself. But it, there was so much going on. Um, it was, you should have came. I still can't believe that you messaged me. And you were like, I should, I was thinking about coming, but in the end, decided not to. Well, it just didn't, you know, we just, it, this weekend was crazy. And <clears throat> we we have been saying every weekend, like, I'm like, every weekend that my husband has a duty-free weekend, which we all know on submarines doesn't happen very often because they're always, like, three-section. <laughs> And every time I'm like, we're going to go to D.C., we're going to go to D.C., and then I'm like, it just never happens. Like one of the kids flips out or, you know, one of them's sick or something's going on or it's raining, and it's like, So we have never been to D.C., ever. And we live, what, Well, you need to plan to go. You know, Marla, she she was in Annapolis for only how many years, like three years, and like her last six months there, she finally ventured into D.C. So, But then again, I lived in – Kings Bay area and never, never went to Cumberland Island. Right. Or JFK Jr. got married. Never went. So I'm not one to talk. I mean, you just do what you can. <laughs> you can. Uh, but, yeah, okay, so I'm going to give you guys some little tidbits of the active valor director, producer, uh, to kind of lead up to our interview, which is a little bit later with him. So he, he originally started out as a stuntman, and he has over 41 titles, to his credit, which include um, movies such as Shoot to Kill, which I'm kind of like, that's way back in the late 80s, Uh, Last of the Mohicans, Batman Forever, Spy Hard, which I thought was kind of funny, Escape from L.A., Desperate Measures, um, there's just so many, The Princess Diaries, We Were Soldiers, Spider-Man, Wind Talkers, Biker Boys, Bruce Almighty, the Italian wow. job. I mean, he, this guy was a real deal stunt man, and um, his dad was the original 
the original Batman. So, I mean, he just really has quite, I mean, quite the resume. It's kind of crazy. Wow. Many, um, you know, how many projects that he's worked on. He's also worked on um, some stunts for Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah. And, um, of course, I said Spider-Man already. And my um, The Last of the Mohicans, my aunt, that is her favorite movie of all time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I remember my, what are you watching, The Last of the Mohicans? I'm like, for Pete's sake. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so he now he's he's jumped over from stunts and he's doing directing. So, anyway, I just wanted to give you guys um, some background on Scott which you can also check out our links that we have already up on our page for um, this show, which will give you a direct link. And just to remind you, the the DVD and the Blu-ray for Eyes of Valor, it comes out on June 5th, which is right around the corner. All right, so... um, Okay, so, sorry, we're going to take a quick break, and then when we get back, we are going to talk about uh, the start of the highlights for this weekend that include the Mill Blog Conference, and Christine is going to be on the line with us, and she's going to hang out and uh, just chat about the weekend and all the fun we had. I'm telling you, when you hear about everything that happened, you're going to be like, next year I'm going. (laughs) (laughs) I I totally should have just came. (laughs) You should. You could have hung out with me. You could stay in my hotel room and everything. So, all right, everybody, (laughs) you're listening to Military Life Radio. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after this break. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment. Or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. We know what it means to serve. Hello and welcome back to the show, everybody. Christine, are you there? I'm here. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. All right, so Tori, meet Christine. Christine, meet Tori. Hi, Hi. Christine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay, so we met for the first time this weekend, and so we're talking about the Mail Blog Conference. And I'm just wondering, you know, there were so many things that happened that were great. But, you know, can you tell us just a little bit, first off, about your military family and where you're calling from? You bet. We're a Marine Corps family stationed here at Camp Pendleton. We have two kids, uh, you know, typical, the six deployments, eight moves under our belt. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Eight wow. moves. Yeah. <laughs> That's it happens, lot. but you know what? It's always a really good opportunity to make some really uh, meet some unique people and make some really good lifelong friends. We always joke that we always have a place to stay anywhere we travel across the U.S. So <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to see the silver lining for sure. Too funny. Okay, so um, you're a blogger. So what's your blog? We'll do that one. 
I am. My blog is USMC Life. I blog about family issues facing the Marine Corps specifically, and there's also a base-by-base guide. So if someone's PCSing and doesn't know anything about the base, they can kind of take a look, and it gives them a little bit of, you know, what to expect. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, so give us some highlights of your weekend. Wow, just being by myself was pretty awesome, I have to say. (laughs) I have never traveled anywhere by myself since before I was married, so it was a very new experience for me. And having conversations with like-minded people who are passionate about the military, trying to make positive changes, and then talking to other military spouses who blog, you know, juggle work, military life, and the kids. It was really great to connect with individuals who, you know, have that affinity and we can relate with. Wow, that's awesome. I didn't realize that you hadn't, that, oh, my God, how old are your kids? Seven and three. So it's been a while then since you've traveled. Yeah, you know, and this we just took our first uh, vacation without parents or friends and actually a stroller. That was, like, a really big highlight for us. Wow. <laughs> See, Tori, oh, my gosh. All right, Tori, I will say, if you have a question for her, you just jump right in and ask her, okay? Okay. You just, if you think of something to say, i got a question. Um Okay, so uh, tell me uh, what was like a couple of your favorite things of the conference. Uh, there was a couple panels that I really enjoyed. First, I really enjoyed the benefits discussion panel. It's obviously an issue that's facing our current military members and uh, retirees alike. And it was really interesting just to hear all the different perspectives from each of the individuals on the panel. I thought it was a, a good variety of guests. And then watching them field questions from the audience, I really enjoyed that part. I guess the second part I really enjoyed was listening to Scott, who's actually going to be on your show later today. And I actually got to talk to him quite uh, in depth just the night before um, he actually went on the panel. And I don't know if you saw the Blue Star uh, family survey that was released today, but it indicated that 95% of military families feel like the general public does not truly understand or appreciate the sacrifices made by them and their families. And when Scott got up on that panel and started choking up talking about the sacrifices that the families and the spouses go through when the men, you know, go away and we don't know if they're in harm's way, like, I think he got it. And that that's, makes me happy to know that, you know, he spent that time being embedded with those service members and really took away a lot of what we get to experience on a daily basis. Well said. He did, he did get choked up, Tori. You would have been like, oh, my gosh. I think he I think at that point there were several of us that got choked up as well because he was so passionate about the project and really um, it wasn't just standard talking points in terms of his answers to the questions. He was yeah, very he was, he was very he was passionate very about it. You know, that's that's amazing, especially, you know, coming from someone that's not in not not in this world, if that makes sense. I would say definitely, and um, I think, you know, he said it took him four years to make this film, and is spending four years around anyone who's active duty military, no matter what service branch that they serve with. Um, He witnessed SEALs deploying. He witnessed their families. I'm sure there was a lot of um, families that had their first child that went through a lot of um, monumental moments in their life that he was able to witness, you know, being a close participant and um, I think he really got to take a lot of those experiences away, which is really a really special opportunity that not a lot of people are given. Yeah, he, uh, 
I, I think I remember him saying that all of the spouses, except for the actress in the film, they were all real spouses. Like all the background characters that you see, they're all real military spouses that are in those scenes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just amazing. Because he could have... They could have cast those folks as extra extras, right? You know what I mean. Like they could have just gone mm-hmm. to, you know, well, whatever. Well, this is a way for the families to leave a little bit of legacy, like he was saying. You know, ultimately, these families can look back and say, "Yeah, that was a that was a piece of our life," and have something to be proud of. Very true. So, are you going to write a blog post about your interview with him? Actually, I am. I'm going to be posting it later tonight, and I'm actually going to do a couple giveaways. Um, they were giving away DVDs, and you know the the movie's not going to be released until June. So this is an opportunity to go to my website, and um, I'm giving away two uh, Active Valor DVDs, and um, I believe they're director's cuts, so they even get a little something extra, get a sneak peek on the movie. And I hadn't watched the movie previously. You know, it is difficult as a military spouse watching movies where we know um, our husbands are put in harm's way on a regular basis and actually having to witness it and relive it and see it and see, you know, how families get affected by war gets difficult to, you know, because it really makes you start thinking about everything that you've gone through. And sometimes it's not a happy story and sometimes you have to relive some negative experiences. So, but overall, I, I, I saw the movie um, after, after I got it and it was a fabulous film. Yes, and very exciting that we get to give stuff away. I think yes. Well, we get to share. Yeah, so thanks, Scott. <laughs> yes. We have a couple <laughs> couple to give away, too. We have a couple of autograph books to give away, too, everybody. So we'll give you guys details on that in a little bit. But Okay, so we've talked about your two favorite panels. Um, what did you think about the Mill Bloggy Awards? You know, I'm a little mixed on the Mill Bloggy Awards. I think that... Part of me, you know, like I said, this is my first year being in, in, you know, going to the Mill Blogging Conference. And some of these blogs that I've seen, um, I wonder if it's kind of like um, this is who I know, so I'm going to nominate them. I really wonder if a lot of people in the military community have heard of these blogs or actually visit these blogs. Um, and if they're actually finding a lot of really good information or laughter or just someone to link up to and um, share a, a unique perspective. So um, some of the blogs I hadn't heard about, but I can't say I, I'm, I've looked at every single person's blog. But um, I noticed that not one active duty, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe there was, but not one active duty military person won a blog. And I find that hard to believe because surely we value their perspective as someone who's currently going through the journey. Good point. I mean, I'm just like, I'm right, I'm like, yeah, I think so too. <laughs> um, yeah, Tori, no, no. Um, I, I, I didn't. I don't remember the exact nomination phase for Army, Navy, Marine Corps, um, in terms of were their blogs nominated by you know active duty service members. However, with all of those hundreds and hun- thousands of blogs over there that are listed on MailBlogging.com, I would think that the opportunity was there for folks. So I hope if people, um, you know, for next year, if your blog wasn't nominated or if you read a blog that you really enjoy and it's written by an active duty service member, to take the time to nominate and to vote. Um, I don't think that it was, quote, by popular demand. I I don't know because it seems to me um, 
you know, there was no real, like, in the past there's always been, like, a, a, like a counter of number of votes so everybody could see who voted for who, but this year everything was closed, all the ballots, you know, so we didn't know if somebody got 50 votes or 150 mm-hmm. votes. Um, so that was kind of different this year. Well, I would well, like you know, to see a panel look through those top 100 blogs and have a list of criteria of how they're judging it. Keep making that quiet to themselves. But I think just having someone nominate and then let the popular demand vote, I think that would cast a really interesting perspective to the mill blogging um, to the winners. Yes. And, you know, there's another uh, mill blog conference, or a mill blog, I should say, track at the Blog World Conference that happens in San Diego on the West Coast. Actually, I think it's in L.A. And they do a mill blog track. And I think that they do favorite mill blogs there, too. So it's just something for us to all to look at. I think that Military.com takes a lot of care in putting that conference together. Uh, but I've heard a lot of that same sentiment from folks wondering just how were these winners chosen. So I think, you know, by sharing feedback, just like anything else, that's how we get better and how we improve. Yeah, and overall, I thought the conference was fabulous. I thought it was extremely organized. I knew exactly where I was supposed to be and when. The food was um, really, really well done. I was surprised, actually. (laughs) And who doesn't love an open bar? I mean, come on. (laughs) I know. I was surprised. I tried to pay for my... Um, for my drink, and the lady's like, no, I'm sorry, it's an open bar. I, said, oh, I know, I was like, oh, oh and they even did a last call. Who doesn't love a last call, too? <laughs> okay, so, Wendy, yes. you didn't tell me there was going to be an open bar. She, now, see, Tori, Christine, Tori lives like four hours away, and she messages me and says, well, I was thinking about coming. I thought about coming. I almost came. I should have came. I'm like, tell her she, what she missed. Like, oh, you missed out on so much. See, I had to fly here from the West Coast. So I had to fly out really early, you know, and my time clock's all messed up. But I tell you what, it was a really great weekend, and just making the relationships and meeting people, both from actually the USAA side of things, the military.com side of things, and just all of the unique bloggers, um, it was it was really great. I would say if no one's ever gone before, I was a little intimidated not knowing what to expect. I consider myself like a somewhat small blogger. I have about 7,500 visitors a month on my site. But... Um, I didn't know what to expect, but I just came with an open mind, and everyone was very warm and friendly and welcoming, and there wasn't one person who I met that um, that I just wished I you know, hadn't shook their hand. And I think also I might interject in there and talk about for a moment on Friday night um, the Red Tails discussion. I thought that was extremely oh. interesting, mm-hmm. and hearing his personal story, I don't recall his name off the top of my head, it's about Colonel how McGee. Colonel retired yeah. McGee, 91 years old. And watching oh, wow. him tell us about his story was amazing. Yes, he shared his, um, you know, his original account of being one of the original Tuskegee Airmen, and he was eloquent, you know, sharp. He stood the entire time. Um, he was just—he had everyone on the edge of their seats, sharing, you know, the details of his, you know, life. In a you know in a little snapshot for us all to enjoy as you know what it was like being um, a Tuskegee Airman in that little um, that little short period of time it was sort of like we were all transfixed listening to him speak at ninety yeah. nine ninety one ninety three something like that yeah and what so, I really enjoyed was that you know he faced a lot of trials and tribulations but you know he didn't he reacted to the adversity in the most positive manner he wasn't negative 
He didn't speak negatively of the Army and the experiences that he had gone through. He was just one positive dude, and I, I really saw that. He was beaming. He was a, a joy to listen to and just explaining how everything had affected him, you know, that the Army had done. Yes, and he said, you know, to not let adversity be an excuse for not performing. That was one of my favorite things that he said. Yeah, something we can all, even us stay-at-home moms, you know, well, those are hard. Those are hard days, but you still got to keep going. Um, yeah, yeah, you do. For sure. <laughs> Can't give up on your kids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, he, um, he kind of, and he highlighted too the importance of education. He highlighted the importance of believing that you're capable of doing something when no one else thinks you are. So it was really an inspirational story and. I'm just so thankful to Military.com and USA for finding him and pursuing him to come and speak because I think they couldn't have had anybody better. It was just really inspiring for sure. So, um, all right, Christine. So I can't remember. Did you go on the Mill Block uh, Pentagon tour? I think you I did. I did not. You? Oh, I thought you did. No, I didn't even know about it. See, I you know was sleeping in my room and went down to meet everybody at three. And I heard about the uh, Pentagon tour, and I was thinking, ah, oh, that sounded like a lot of fun. Go stand behind the news desk, get some pictures taken, <laughs> or the podium, rather. Uh, yeah, it, I, you know, I'm sorry about that, that you didn't get the word out. I mean, that we didn't get the word out to you. So just put on your radar for next year. I don't know that we'll get the invite again from Army Public Affairs, but you never know. If people... Um, express an interest. They are pretty receptive as to meeting the need, and um, and so next year. I mean, before we know it, we'll be it'll be you know March, and we'll be planning this all over again. So, um, so just keep it on your radar for next year. In terms, yes, of I'm definitely it. looking forward. I know I'm definitely um, going to be coming back next year. Yeah, when I come next year, I want to do that. <laughs> What's the Are you saying when I come next year? Yay! <laughs> I have a recruit. Um, there are so many, you know, uh, different people that you meet. It's not just military spouse bloggers, although there is probably a good, I don't know, 20, 25 of them. There are uh, retirees. There's, there are veterans. There are supporters of the military. There are reporters there. There's media there. There's, um, I mean, just. There's active duty that were there. It just is a wide, wouldn't you say, Christine, it's just a wide variety of folks. Absolutely. And, you know, the one thing they have in common is that we all want to see our military do better. And and we all we all share that common bond. No matter what side of the political fence you stand on, you know, we can all agree that our veterans are worth every sacrifice that they have made, and we should um, try to give back to them as much as possible. Yes, well said. All right, Christine, well, thanks for coming on the show. If you are in Camp Pendleton, I need to send you a message because I'm going to be in California at the end of the month, and um, we should try and meet up. Yeah, let's do it, Wendy. Well, you know, it was I'll wonderful meeting you and all of your uh, your buddies, and now I feel like um, I should definitely host something over here. So, yeah, call me, and we'll we'll chat. Okay. All right. You take care. You have a great evening, and thanks for coming on the show. Thank you. Have a great night. All right. Good night. All right. That was Christine. She is... Um, a Marine Corps spouse, you can find her over you over at umclife.com. That's U-M- oh, I can't speak. U-S-M-C. 
<laughs> for Pete's sake, USMC, like United States Marine Corps, life.com. And her website's pretty cool, so check it out over there. And uh, we hope to hear more from her. All right, so Tori, what is, uh, great recap, right? Now I'm I'm even more jealous. The whole time you were there, you kept checking in at places and posting things, and I kept posting, I'm jealous, <laughs> I'm jealous. <laughs> and now it's even worse. <sighs> okay, well, it's not over yet. So we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to talk about the Pentagon tour, and then after that we're going to listen to the interview with the producer-director of Active Valor, Scott Waugh. So um, we'll just take a quick break, and we'll be back. we'll be back with Lori, and we'll hear all about the tour and see what she has to say. So don't go anywhere. We're, you're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Life Radio. We'll be right back. U.S. Navy T-shirts, mugs, and more at NavyChief.com. Hot new designs for sailors, chiefs, officers, families, and all those who support our men and women in the United States Navy. NavyChief.com will ship anywhere in the USA, APOs and FPOs too. NavyChief.com offers silkscreen tees for your command, unit, ship, CPOAs, fundraisers, businesses, schools, and other special events. Let our in-house professional graphic artists design your next custom order. Huge selection of tees for only $10 each. NavyChief.com, supporting our shipmates since 1997. Veteran-owned, all NavyChief.com apparel is printed in the USA. Call us at 301-475-0437 or log on at NavyChief.com. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. So, so far we've talked about uh, our week. We've recapped all the fun we've had since our last show. We've highlighted our upcoming interview with the Active Valor Director and we've done a, a recap of the Mill Blog Conference this weekend. And now Lori is here, Lori Clinton from URIOMA.com. She was she was kind enough to come down to D.C. just for Friday just to do the Pentagon tour. Hey, Lori. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Okay, Lori, meet Tori. Tori, meet Lori. Hi, Lori. No, I believe I was doing the chat room the night she was on the show. Okay. Yeah, you're doing I think the chat you were. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, I couldn't remember. So, all right, so Lori, tell, so tell everybody a little bit about um, your military family and where you're calling from. Uh, we are going on almost 25 years military. My husband getting set to retire soon, and we are in Chesapeake, Virginia. Cool. And you were just on the show a couple weeks ago. Yes. Yeah. So, um, you guys might have heard that show. If you haven't listened to it, you can you can listen to it on demand. It's all about entrepreneurship and um, her, you know, just different ideas and tips to you starting your own business. So, okay. So, but tonight we're talking about the DC trip. So, what was one of your favorite moments from this from Friday? Well, once we got past using the little metro machine, <laughs> buying our tickets. It was all really good. <laughs> I think the funniest part, though, was when we got caught for taking pictures where we, won't, where we were not supposed to be taking pictures. That was pretty good. Um, but I think probably the best part was going into the Navy reflection room inside oh, the Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that was 
probably by far the most touching part of, of the whole tour. All right, so can you give everybody kind of a background or kind of an update of um, the day, like what we did that day? Well, Miss Wendy here was kind enough to make arrangements so that we could go tour the Pentagon. Um, we kind of got a little bit more than the normal tour that people would get when they go in there. We were um, able to go into the Navy Reflection Room, which I can't remember who she said it was limited to. I don't know if you remember that, Wendy. I'm pretty sure she had said something. Um, and we had a really good tour guide. We were her first group ever, but I thought she did a pretty awesome job. Um, she took us down... Goodness, I can't remember the name of the section, but the area where the fireball had gone through the uh, Pentagon on 9-11, and it was surrounded with quilts and pictures, and it was just, I'm getting goosebumps you talking about it. It was just a very moving thing to see. And then we saw various areas. We went into the Negro Reflection Room, and then we went into the 9-11 Memorial Room. And we also got to meet with the public affairs officer for the U.S. Army, Sergeant Major Puckett, who is very, very helpful in explaining the Army's new uh, program that they're they're trying to put out, explaining the Army. And it was it was pretty good, very interesting. Um, and then we were able to go into the veteran. And that was very exciting. I think that was the, the fun part for all of us with our picture taking. Well, we had a group of about, about I would say, I think there was about 13 or so. We had a pretty small group. And really, yeah. it was not my doing. It was Army Public Affairs that said, we want bloggers to come into our spaces and we want to meet with them. And, um we want to talk to them. They're important to telling the Army story. So I don't take any credit at all for any of it. It was all Army Public Affairs um, who who set it up, organized it, created the plan, contacted everybody, all of that stuff. So um, I was just happy to, to kind of, you know, hop on the train that was already moving. Um, it, but it was really <laughs> – Sorry, you missed. We were actually in the DOD press briefing room that they show on CNN and all the Fox News and all of that stuff. Well, I told you, I told my husband when he came home from work on Friday, I was like, I'm so jealous. And he was like, why? And I was like, Wendy is going to tour the Pentagon. And I was like, and he was like, you're jealous. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I'm jealous. <laughs> and I'm like, I know. <laughs> And he was like, you totally should have just went. And he was like, I would have just told the boat, like, uh, yeah, i got to take off today. My wife's tour in the Pentagon. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't know how many times, like, I have, like, not, I mean, whenever there's some sort of little field trip that I can, you know, somehow lands in my lap and I'm, like, trying to solicit military spouses to come with me, um, you don't know how many times those husbands of those spouses are like, oh, no. Not her again. <laughs> you want to go where? You want to go to New York City? You want to go to the Pentagon? What? No. By yourself? Are you going to be okay? How are you going to get there? How much is it going to cost? <laughs> um, <laughs> so um, I'm glad he was so supportive. So next, he can come next year, right, Lori? I mean, my gosh, the guys could have came. Oh, yeah, mine was so jealous. 
that he didn't get to come. He was actually whiny. He's like, oh, <laughs> did you have fun? Oh, well, that's nice. Oh, really <laughs> well, the cool, one of the cool parts of it was that um, we got to meet with the DOD spokesman, Captain Kirby, who's actually just been selected for Admiral. And um, I was fully expecting him to cancel. I told our Army Public Affairs rep, so is Captain Kirby going to cancel on us? She goes, oh, no, he's so excited to talk with you all. Which, you know, I don't know if he said that or not, but um, he actually met with us for what, Lori, about an hour? Wow. Uh, yeah, I would say just about an hour. And, it, I mean, it seemed like it went really fast, though, but it it was very informative. What was your favorite part about that? I mean, we actually, Tori, we actually, and favorite listeners, we actually were in the GOD press briefing room, so... Like, the pictures on Facebook are of us behind the podium with the Pentagon sign in the back. It is like we were pretending to take take questions from reporters. It was fun. Anyway, Keep rubbing it in. I'm enjoying that? this. Well, and it wasn't the fake one either, because when we first got into the Pentagon, there's this little <laughs> fake one that you can take pictures of, and we're all sitting there plotting how we're going to do that and when we're going to do it, not realizing that we were going to actually be going into the real one. So it was, it was actually really cool. So what was one of your favorite parts from meeting with Captain Kirby? Um, you know, he had mentioned something that I I don't think I'd ever thought of or actually even heard of it being a problem, uh, which we hear a lot about returning soldiers, PTSD, um, divorce, suicide. But he had mentioned over-medicated and I had never heard that before. That they are a pro- they're having a problem with over medication for all these conditions that they're coming back with, and that spouses and families is a big concern. Which that was new to me. Hmm. Well, you know, um, Carrie, who's blog one, the best mail blog for spouses, the wife of a. A wounded widow marine. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you know her blog or not, but I met her last November, and um, she is very networked into the Gold Star Wives Network. And all you do is spend five minutes with her, and she will tell you that it's very easy to have happen. And she's a real advocate now. And and I guess his point was that as spouses on the home front, that we are almost always in the best position to see any kind of warning sign, whether it's, you know, taking uh, too many or um, not the right dosage, whether too much or too little or um, combination of drugs or whatever. He he didn't say that, but I think his point was we are the first ones that might notice a problem. In, including um, prescription drug use or or any kind of um, problem, whether it's, you know what I mean, just keeping an eye on our spouses to see how well they're adjusting to. Exactly. And it, for some reason that was always at the, not even in my mindset, it was more the suicide rate, the divorce rate, rate and all those other 
top of the list things that you always think of, but that one just had never occurred to me. Yeah, and it's important to just uh, keep an eye out, you know, um, for mm-hmm. anything that looks abnormal or, or not right. So, yeah, one of the things that he said, and you probably remember this, um, in terms of, you know, military spouse bloggers, because we talk a lot about that. I mean, we have a blog. We have spouses from every branch that have posts up on our blog that you guys can go and read and search through on different topics. Um, but, you know, in terms of blogging and reaching out to everyday Americans and sharing our story, what should we be blogging about, like, to make a difference? I know a lot of us blog about our hobbies. Many of us blog about sort of like a diary, in a sense, where we blog about the everyday life of military life, whether we took our dog to the vet or we, you know, today was parent-teacher conference day or or whatever. Um, And he... Um, do you remember what he said? Well, yeah, I, I think he he was also challenging us to take it a step further because we are so humbling at our experiences with our everyday life that we haven't stepped it up a notch and we've only stayed within our own community and we need to branch out and go beyond that. And we're going to be the best way that information to get out to the general public, um, and we and I felt like he was challenging that and saying, "You guys can do this. We need to step it up a notch." And and you know what his, his remarks reminded me of when remember when we were at the spouse summit, um, Lori and um, Mrs. Dempsey was speaking. Mm-hmm. It was the same concept. She was like, "Share your stories." So, so every every everyday American understands stress stressors that you may be going through, and not so much to get stuck in your story, but to make it real for people to understand that uh, we aren't just always um, stiff upper lip kind of thing. It's not that we tell our story for pity or for empathy it's more to just say look this is really the other this is the effects of a 10-year war this is what's happening today in my house whatever that may be so i thought it was neat they both kind of shared the same message in essence to you know share our stories and so do you have a local newspaper you know um and you have a blog and you've always wanted to explore writing more on a for a local newspaper, submit a story or two and put it in context of something very specific and make sure your writing is well. Um, not that blogs, you know, don't have a space for that type of um, style of writing, but to kind of step it up in that, like you were saying. Exactly. Yeah. So what other kind of favorite thing can you share? Oh... Of course, I liked our little shopping tour at the end. <laughs> That's always a plus, checking up stores. It was like a little mini city in there. It was very, very cool. Um, and just just a meeting with the U.S. Army and the public affairs officer and the um, other gal that works in there, Samantha, she was so passionate about getting the message out there about the U.S. Army. It was just you could see it in her face. It wasn't 
it wasn't just her job, it's her passion, and it was very cool. Yeah, we had probably, um, gosh, I would say five or six folks, would you say, that met with us? One, two, no, about four. There were four in there. So, yeah, it was... um, it was really neat, Tori. I wish you could have been there. Me too. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, okay, okay. I, I mean, I know that we're not Army. We're Navy, okay? But that's um. okay. We can, we can share the love, and we'll just that's make right. it a goal. To the next one, we'll meet, make it a little bit longer of a tour, and we'll go hit all the other branches. So, you know, two, a couple of years ago, we did, they did all, they had all four branches come down and meet with the bloggers. Oh, when, nice. You know, the amazing Lindsay Kaiser put that together. So, but you know what? I will take the Army every day of the week. If they want to meet yeah. with us, I think that's great because really support on the home front and sharing stories, it, it doesn't matter whether, what branch you belong to. Oh, definitely. Right. And I think next year, Wendy, we should shoot for the tour of the White House. <laughs> and, you know, I heard there were people that did tour the White House on Friday. I'm like, hey, what about us? Well, <laughs> did they have the regular tour or did they have a special tour? I don't know. I wasn't privy to that. Okay, I'm not well, in I... that group. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm like, not in that circle. I'm outside that circle. We have our own circle. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'll be our circle. <laughs> And next year we'll get our own private tour of the White House, and we'll be good to go. Well, you know, we're always talking about joining forces. It would be nice if they would invite us, you know. Yes, they <laughs> should. We, you know, we just sat at the round table, you know, with the First Lady a couple weeks ago. So um, we are we are part of the joining forces team, I like to say because they're doing such great work. So, All right, okay, so, Tori, any last, I'll give you the last question to you. Do you have any other questions for um, Lori in terms of her trip to the Pentagon? Okay, so, Lori, next year when you decide mm-hmm. to go, just let me know and we can carpool together. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, well, I'm just in Norfolk, so you're in Chesapeake. Okay. We're like, yeah. you know, 20 minutes from each other. Neighbors, perfect. We will carpool. Yeah. Awesome. That's all. Very good. <laughs> Great idea. All right, Lori, thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for having me. All right, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. All right, everybody, that was our little highlight of the Mill Blog Bloggers Tour of the Pentagon where we toured the Army Public Affairs bases, met with the Army Public Affairs Sergeant Major and their crew talking about sharing the Army story. You can learn more about that at Army.mil, and we'll put some pictures up on the website. On underneath underneath this show link. All right, so up next, we are actually going to get to our interview with Scott Waugh, which, Tori, do you ever listen to NPR? No. No? Okay. <laughs> you forgot this. What is, wait, what is it? NPR is like number, it's like on the lower part of your dial, on the radio, it's like in the 80s on the on your FM radio, like 89.9 or something like that. Um, it's sort of like talk news. Uh-huh. A little bit. No? Not ringing a bell? Nope. Nope. Okay, well, a lot of times... I don't usually go that PR, far. 
when they do stories, <laughs> they'll, they'll, I feel like the BBC, too. When they do stories, they'll be out in uh, in a city, and so the reporter, you hear ambient noise. Like, you'll hear cars go by, you'll hear horns knocking, honking, you'll hear um, people walking by. It's not a studio interview where mm-hmm. there's no background noise. So this interview... Just to kind of give everybody a little setup about it, um, we are we are outside. So you, it's very like you can tell we're outside. The audio sounds a little bit like NPR. There's cars that are going by. There's a jet that goes overhead. An airplane. <laughs> oh, so I will say, excuse any kind of background noise, um, but that's what we were doing. We were sitting outside. It was a beautiful day there in D.C. So I'll set that up. And so. Um, the uh, the movie Active Valor it features real Navy SEALs. It uh, the producer and director Scott Watt is joining us with this interview. He was the keynote speaker at the Mill Blog Conference over the weekend. He spent many hours doing a little press junket with all the Mill bloggers. So any blogger that wanted to talk to him, he sat down and gave an interview. And wow. I think he did like I don't even know how many. So it's very generous with his time. He has. Um, uh, the new DVD and Blu-ray is coming out June 5th. We have two DVDs to give out as giveaways, and what we're going to do with that is um, on the blog post and on our Facebook page, if you leave a comment underneath either one, we'll enter your name into a contest. And then we have two autographed paperback books that we're going to give away as well. So the DVDs aren't autographed books are. So we have those giveaways um, to share with you all and a hat. We have a ball cap too. And we have a t-shirt. Wow. So we have like a whole little prize pack of active dollar stuff. And, That's awesome. Um, the enter to win, all you have to do is leave a comment on the uh, link, on the, the show link on our Facebook page. That is um, that promotes this show. It says Scott Wobb, producer director of Active Valor. Just leave us a comment there. Or you can actually um leave a comment on our website on the actual face on the actual blog post about the show, which will go up um later tonight and tomorrow. So you guys can leave a comment there and that gets you entered to win in the contest. We want to say thanks to Stephanie. She is his publicist and she provided that in those giveaways which Again, we have a T-shirt, a hat, a DVD as part of the prize pack, and then another DVD and a and two autographed books by the director. So with that, um, we'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with the interview with Scott Wall. So don't go anywhere, everybody. You're listening to Military Life Radio and Navy Life Radio. We'll be right back. Hey gang, where's the party right here? This is the Money Man, Eddie Money. You're listening to Military Life Radio. All right, everybody, welcome back to the show. You're listening to Military Life Radio. This is Wendy, and I'm here today, a special treat, with the co-founder of Bandito Brothers Films and the producer and director of Act of Valor, which will be released everywhere on DVD this June 5th. I'm here with Scott Waugh. We're sitting outside the Westin in Arlington as part of the Mill Blogging Conference. And um, I have to say, when I went to see Active Valor, I went with my husband and my son, and he's a submarine guy. 
So we're going to talk a little bit about the submarine uh, scene. Uh, okay. one, of, one of the greatest thrills of my life is a film with a submarine. Okay, great. All right. So tell me, let's just start off from the beginning. Why did you want to make this movie? You know, the the community came to us. They were fans of our previous work, and they asked us if we would do a, uh, a film that honestly depicted their community. And it was like, wow, what a what an honor to be able to tell their story. And we we really knew not a whole lot about the SEAL Team community. You know, it was, the only thing we knew was Charlie Sheen and Bruce <laughs> Willis, and we figured that probably wasn't completely accurate. Is that if we're going to make a movie on your community, we need to really immerse ourselves in your world and kind of really see what you guys were about. So we spent the better part of six months back and forth in Coronado, meeting the guys and trying to find out what the story was going to be. And we really wanted to find five acts of valor that would really, that really happened on the battlefield that was a real honest depiction of what these guys go through. And then we weaved up, we found five stories that were amazing. And then we weaved the fictitious enemy threat through these five acts of valor. That's exciting. Well, whenever you sit through a movie, or a spouse sits through a movie with their active duty spouse, there's, and it's about military life, usually it's peppered with comments of, well, that's not how it really happened. Yeah. Or, why did they do that? They got that wrong. And I have to tell you, sitting next to my husband, there was very few of those comments. Uh, the audience was riveted. We sat in a military-based theater on a big screen watching watching the film, and we were all three just riveted, and the tears came quickly early on in the movie. So um, let's talk a little bit about the style of filming. You probably get this question a lot. Um, I watched a couple of interviews that you've done on YouTube, but mm -hmm. you talk about um, that first-person imagery behind the camera yeah. and that camera that you guys kind of innovated innovated in terms of putting a handheld camera on top of a, a helmet. Helm, yeah, we used to, a, a, so you explain know. a little bit about that and why you thought that was important in that perspective. Oh, well, not a lot of us ever will ever get the <laughs> chance to be a Navy SEAL, so we thought well, what, what a better way to be immersed in the world to actually see it from their perspective, so that's what that first person perspective is. And so you really get an opportunity to be actually in the boots of a Navy SEAL for a better portion of the movie, and I think that's why it's so immersive, and that's really why we wanted to do it, so the audience would finally get a chance to feel what it's like to be in the middle of a gunfight. Well, you definitely get that sensation, and, um, you know, in doing my research, I found that, you know, a lot of our listeners might even know your work from other films that you've done, because yeah. you've been around for, you have quite a prolific career. I'm, I'm, I'm 41, and I feel like I've been doing it for 100 years. Well, um, so that camera technique was used in the movie Miracle on the mm -hmm. icing drape. Mm -hmm. So if you guys have watched that movie, you can get a feel for um, what you're going to see when you watch Active Valor if you didn't see it in the theater and you get it on TV when yeah. it comes out. So, um, All right, so let's talk about the submarine scene. Absolutely. Um, you know, in a, in a time and space where, you know, Avengers is out and all of these other movies that are... Um, you know, even Battleship is coming out with heavy CGI. Yeah. You know, when I saw the trailer and I saw the, the seals running on the back of that submarine, I was like, oh, my gosh, they did it. They really yeah. got in there and were with, you know, the guys real time. So talk to, talk to me a little bit about that. I mean, my husband's a sub guy, and I've never seen anything like that. When I saw it, I was like, stop me in my tracks. What was that like? Well, you know, the, one of the platforms that they, that they insert an extract out of is the SSGN. Oh, the big, the big new sub. And they said, you know, they were doing a training exercise using that platform, and we were just thrilled that they were going to allow us to film it. I mean, people see the movie, they think it's so real that sometimes they feel like, is that CG? And it's like, no, there's no CG in our movie. And they, when you see it, this, 
really see how that platform works. It's just, it's amazing. And for us to have the opportunity, it was really a crazy experience because they really only gave us a 45-minute window. Really? When it was going to breach the surface, they were going to do a PAX transfer, and the SEALs were going to board, and down it went. And it was like, it was really, it was really crazy. They, they would they would only give us a grid coordinates and a time the morning of of where they were going to be. And then you just had to watch the water for Yeah, and then it was like, so we followed our GPS coordinates out to the middle of the ocean, and uh, sure enough, I was in the helicopter, and my partner was on one of the ribs with the SEAL teams, and, and uh, I could see, because the water was clear, I could see, all of a sudden, I looked down, like, there's the submarine underneath the water. Wow. And you see that shot in the movie, it's like, yeah. oh, my God, it's amazing. Huge, right? Yeah, it's, Huge. Oh, it's so big. It's ridiculous. Um, we, we were on one of those types of submarines, our, our tour before last. Our, our very last one was a fast attack submarine. Okay. And which is a baby, you can pretty much put her inside of the other. Yes. Right? So, um, but, but our, my heart is fond for the Trident sub. So when I saw that, I thought, gosh, you know, that's amazing. And so my husband was completely, like, zoned into that piece of the movie, of course. And he's like, you know, there's a couple little language things they could have changed in terms of the dialogue, but he was just excited and thrilled to have kind of, not that he's a Navy SEAL, but just the platform shown yeah. and giving a, Americans just another view into the, the silent service, one that we do not get to see very often. So I thank you for that. It oh, was shoot, impressive and, and just it's great because, you know, our um, for wives that are submarine wives, you know, what our husbands do is not on Fox News. It's not anywhere. Yes. Unless it's on a Navy recruiting yes, commercial. right. Right? Yes, so true. So, so true. I think that's what's... To me, what's great about Active Valor is it really depicts what the wives go through. You know, they always have that cliche saying that behind every great man is a greater woman. And I feel like, you know, it's so true. And when we really got to immerse ourselves in that world and see what the wives go through and their husbands are on deployment, and they're really kind of a single mother for most of their marriage, you know, until, until their husbands you know, finally retired. It's, there's an honesty to it. And we really, I think the film accurately portrays it. It's the real wives and the real kids in the movie. I was going to ask you that. Is it really the real spouses? Mm -hmm. that are the only one that's not a real spouse was the actress that plays uh, Lieutenant Rourke's wife. Okay. And we purposely cast an actress in that because she goes in some pretty heavy emotional beats that I didn't really want uh, to put uh, a real wife through. Uh, and she, that actress actually spent a lot of time with the real wife to try to make sure she was very accurate. She did a phenomenal job. I think, you know, for me, she represents how um, every spouse wants to believe that they would act in that situation. Like, you want to be brave and put on that. Oh, the goodbye um, scene is so you know, gripping. It's, because it's, that's what I yeah. asked them when we were sitting there with Warwick and his real wife. I said, what happens at the door when you say goodbye? And what you see in the movie is exactly what, you know, his wife told me what she does. And, you know, she really tries to be as strong as possible when he's, she's in front of him. But the moment she shuts the door, she collapses. And, like, we have to film that. That was that, just so, um, so very powerful because I think there's that moment where we all just want to say, you know, just hold on to them and say, please don't go. But you want to be strong and you want to, yeah. you know, that, that scene really just depicts. And then all the things I, you guys <laughs> go through when they're down on, on deployment, you know. And that was, like, some of the things when you see the, the pregnant wife having to, you know, do this small things that are really complicated when you're alone building a crib and all that. I'm a carpenter. It's hard as hell to build a crib, right? It's like they give you these directions that are like from some foreign country that have no idea how to put it together. And to see somebody like that six months pregnant and she's got to do it on herself by herself is, is true and it's, it's so heroic.
Well, thank you for taking the time, you know, to make sure that the spouses were shown in the movie because I think that that's not always the case. So, you know, for me and from a spouse perspective, I really appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So, um, okay, so kind of switching gears a little bit, we're sitting outside here in Arlington, you know, at the D.C., in D.C. at the Mill Block Conference. My husband's actually in. You're listening to an interview with Scott Waugh, the director and producer of the film Active Valor, which comes out on DVD everywhere on June 5th. To learn more about Active Valor, you can go to their website, which is activevalor.com, and you can watch the trailer of the actual film. You can um, read about the characters. And we do want to point out that the DVD will also be coming out June 5th with actual SEAL videos. Um, and interviews. Um, and the actual interviews were not supposed to be right released. Now. And he is a big cigar aficionado. Oh, so joining me what is your um, uh, kind of recommendation for the top two or three cigars that he, I, you think I should get him to enjoy while he's over there? Well, if he's a light cigar smoker that I am, you would enjoy the Monte Cristo 2 okay. or uh, the Cohibo Cigalo 6. Okay, I'll those are my two those cigars that I'd like to smoke, uh, but my wife really doesn't like me smoking. So right now she doesn't know I'm smoking, so thanks a lot for revealing that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry about that. Okay, so I will put that on my... Um... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Beth. <laughs> okay, so to kind of wrap up a little bit, do you think that this, you know, right now um, America really loves the truth, and they may not understand all the sacrifice quite yet. You know, we have been a... Ten, it's been a 10-year war, and our, I think our force, especially our spouses at home, are, are weary and tired. Um, but the support for troops has never been like it, you know, it's unique yeah. in this time frame. Do you think this movie could have been made 20 years ago? Hmm. Why or why not? Um, I totally think the movie could have been made, you know, during the Vietnam conflict. Uh, or even right after Desert Storm. Yeah, I just think it could have been made. It's just, you know, uh, it would have taken somebody like us to have that approach. I don't know if the film community was ready for that. And um, I wish it would have happened earlier. Uh, I think, you know, one of our goals is we really hope we're hoping that history wouldn't repeat itself like it did after the conflict in Vietnam when the troops did not come home and they really weren't welcomed. And we really feel it's, we felt that our obligation was to honestly show what the sacrifice is going on and those men and women coming back overseas deserve to be recognized, deserve to be implemented back into our society as civilians when they retire and given jobs to say, you know, thank you for your service. And I hope the film really gives the rest of us civilians that, that insight onto what really has been going on. This, this, this is the longest war we've been in this century. Wow. Well, I think we're feeling it, that's for sure. I um, completely agree with you. Well, um, one last question. Um, what was the most memorable experience that you had in working with the field? Truthfully, uh, I, the, the, there's two, two of them. One is how ordinary the men are. Uh, they, they are. They are humans, and I don't feel like films have ever really shown that. It's always these Terminator Rambo guys. And these guys are husbands and fathers, and they, they go through the same problems we do when they're out of uniform. And But they just do extraordinary things. And for us, the second thing was 
how amazing the spouses are. Like, truthfully, like, when you watch, for us, you know, we've watched Dave's wife, she she's homeschooling and raised five kids. Oh, Dave's been amazing. in operating, you know, since 9-11, and he's got back from another 11-month deployment, and she's the most inspirational person I've ever been around, and uh, I think for that perspective, it's just like, should we thank our men and women that have been serving? Absolutely. But we should really thank the spouses that have been holding down the fort back home. Because could he, could he do what he does without the support on the home front? I mean, I'm sure... What would he come yeah. home to? Right. Right? And I feel like that's what's so incredible is the men have an incredible home to come back to because of the spouses. Wow. We're excited for the DVD release comes out on June 5th, I believe. Well, the interviews that's never been seen before, and so okay. we're so excited about the Blu-ray. Um, before we made the movie, we, we privately interviewed each SEAL operator and and that we, were, we weren't ever supposed to release. And then we got their approval. The operators say, hey, are you cool if we wanted to put them on DVD to show? This, these interviews are so inspirational and honest that no one's ever seen that. And I can't wait for people to see it on the Blu-ray. Oh, I'm so excited! I know there's 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 always the um, the comments of you know should the seals be that out and open about what they're doing? But you know what? If we don't share our story, how how can we um, just see that share our story and the impact and the sacrifice? Well, yeah, how can the civilians the, yeah. relate to what you guys have been doing and sacrificing if they don't really aren't they if they're not aware of it? And I feel it, like that, it puts at least a person to a to yeah. a, a title of seal. It actually mm-hmm. makes it more human, I think, I think and so too. Um, it's able to create that connection. With and the, the movie's a metaphor, right? Yeah. To me, the movie's a metaphor of all of the men and women in uniform that are sacrificing for our country, and these guys just happen to be Navy SEALs, but, I mean, there's millions of men and women doing the same kind of work at different capacities, but still risking themselves, and I think, you know, that is what is, is that metaphor that we need to be respectful of all these people doing miraculous things for our country. Well, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, making the movie. Thank you for making sure that we did it right and for sitting with me here. Absolutely. Today, outside in the um, beautiful sunshine here in D.C. Remind you that the Act of Valor DVD will be released everywhere. Um, on June 5th. On June 5th. So make sure that you get out and watch it and watch the um the special interviews that are done with the actual Navy SEALs. And we'll be right back. Thank you, Scott, for coming on the show. Thank you. This is awesome. Thank you. USAA salutes military spouses for your service and sacrifice on the home front. Whether it's preparing for deployment, having a baby, or making that next PCS move, we'll help you navigate through all the stages of military life. We've served families like yours for more than 84 years, and we can help you achieve your financial goals. Log on to USAA.com for a free financial assessment, or call USAA's Financial Advice Center at 877-806-5033 for advice on everything from credit cards to life insurance. USAA means United Services Automobile Association and its affiliates. Financial advice provided by USAA Financial Advisors Incorporated, a registered broker-dealer. Log on to USAA.com or call us toll-free 1-877-806-5033. USAA. 
We know what it means to serve.
Okay, can you hear me now? Oh, yep, there you are. Okay, sorry about that. Yep. I'm not quite sure <laughs> what okay. happened. I um, yep. I apologize to everybody. Sometimes with Blog Talk Radio, we think the mute button's off or on, and um, I don't know if it's operator error, but I do apologize for that little break in time. Uh, so what did you think about the interview? I thought it was amazing. I put it on speakerphone so my husband could listen to it. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, and he's wasn't like, he very, oh. wasn't he just like a doll? Yes, he was. He's. I mean, you know, it's amazing to me that, like, I mean, from what he he didn't say that he has anybody in the military. You know, sometimes you'll hear that from like a parent or an aunt or an uncle of someone that's in the military or you know, in any branch of service, and they have that passion for it, like a spouse does. But from what I gathered, his is just a passion for it, just because which is awesome because you don't find that a lot. <laughs> I heard him say in one of the interviews like there that I think his dad served in the Air Force previously, but no, I uh-huh. mean, he really doesn't have like, like he, you know what I mean? He's just an advocate right. and he's done a lot of commercials for the military. So um, it was so exciting. So I encourage everybody on June 5th to pick up the DVD and to watch the special interviews with the actual Navy SEALs. I think you won't, will not be disappointed, disappointed even if you can get it on, out of the red box. Um, and if you've got the Blu-ray, um, that one has the special interviews, I believe. Um, all right, so to close out the show, because we are just about out of time, I wanted to share one last bit of news for you guys. The Military Spouse Employment Partnership on May 17th will announce 35 new partners that will be inducted into the Military Spouse Employment Partnership. And that website, if you're looking for employment, it's easy to find. It's msepjobs.militaryonesource.mil. That's msepjobs.militaryonesource.mil. And this website is in partnership with Department of Defense and American businesses. There are over, believe it or not, 440,000 jobs listed. 20,000 military spouses have been hired. It's coming up on its year anniversary, the 29th of June. And... Um, Secretary Gordon came out and, um, you know, kind of getting the word out, and we'll do the actual press conference on May 17th there at the Pentagon. But, you know, the site features not only a database of jobs, but it also features uh, resume examples and resume FAQs if you have questions. It lists events where there are hiring fairs, so you can check to see if your local area is highlighted there in terms of a hiring fair and also a 1-800 number that you can call if you get stuck that you can um, tap into that if you're looking for and there's all I mean USAA has all their jobs listed there there's um, Verizon I mean there's like so many companies that you know there's Heritage Bank there's John Hopkins um, is listed there also Walmart there's just all kinds of Everything from engineering jobs to service-related jobs, even United Healthcare Group, they even have jobs listed there as well. So I encourage you guys to check it out. Um, and one of the things that Secretary Corden had mentioned was that a lot of these employers are really striving hard to provide portable telework positions and to have those positions provide a career path so that they can be something that you can actually take with you when you do PCS. So it's MSEP. M S E P jobs 
www.militaryonesource.mil. All right, Suri, we're about out of time. All right. Any last-minute words or anything that that I forgot to mention that you would like to share? I don't think so. I think you covered it all, and now everyone is extremely jealous that you got to go to D.C. and <laughs> they didn't. <laughs> well, no, don't be jealous. Don't eat. No, that's the wrong thing. Be, like, excited <laughs> for next year. Say, okay, I'm excited about that. Next year I want to attend. Yep. So um, for all of the Mill Bloggy winners, you can go on to millblogging.com for more information um, about military, uh, military.com. Obviously, you can go to military.com, and they have everything from news to articles to blogs, all kinds of stuff. And um, thank you to USAA, who was the presenting sponsor, who was kind enough to send me there. You can check out the USAA spouse community. The deployment section is the one that you'll find my blogs at. So I want to uh, encourage you guys to check that out. The latest one I have up there is about decluttering with the military spouse coach, Krista Wells, which I love her. Yes, she's very sweet. She is. She does a free teleclass, you guys, for all you military spouses. You can log on to and listen to once a month. It's free. And we like free. Free is good. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tori. Well, thanks for hanging out with me. You're welcome. I hope you had a good time. So think about what you want to share for next week because it will be here before you know it. I will. (laughs) All right, everybody. Um, Thank you for tuning in to our show. We um, really appreciate all of our listeners. You know, last week our show had like over 6,000 downloads, which is absolutely insane. So thank you to everybody who listens to our show. We do want to say that our disclaimer is we're not part of any official government agency, the the Department of the Navy or Department of Defense. The views and opinions expressed here by our co-hosts and guests do not reflect any government DOD policy. Any advice we give is strictly the views of the co-hosts and or our individual guests. Our show airs most Tuesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern, or you can listen live, where you can listen live, or you can subscribe to the show via iTunes. Just search Navy Wife Radio, and then whenever you sync your MP3 player, you'll get the latest episode of our show. If you have a topic or a guest you'd like to you'd like to discuss in the show, you can email me at Wendy at MyMilitaryLife.com. All right, so thanks, everybody, for listening to the show, and visit us online at MyMilitaryLife.com for archive shows, showtimes, and upcoming guest information. Thank you to Scott Waugh, the director and producer of Active Valor, for coming on the show. Thank you to Christine for sharing her experience at the Millblog Conference, and thank you to Lori for sharing her experience of touring the Pentagon as part of the Millbloggers Tour. And, Tori, thanks again for coming, for for sitting in that co-host chair. You're getting better every week. <laughs> well, thanks for having me. All right. Good night, everybody. See you next time. Bye.
Looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work, limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.